Did you know that George Washington is considered by experts to have been America's richest president? I mean, in today's terms, Washington's net worth was around $500 million. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Most often, right. one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one. And I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Are you alive? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, last week I did Outside the Cinema with Bill, and I had a little bit of a fever, and I was feeling a little crappy. And then, as I'm doing the show, I'm feeling worse and worse. And then I'm just like, fuck it, no. Uh, I have like a hundred and two fever by the time I get home. You, I think, were so sick. Like you sounded sick in your text messages. <laughs> I read the text. I'm like, oh my god, he sounds like shit. It's the sickest I have ever been. Uh, I, I think in my life, I've had asthmatic. I've had bronchitis and asthmatic bronchitis, uh. and walking pneumonia. Um, on Thursday. Was it Thursday? I don't know. The days are just gone to me now. Uh, I have to say everybody at work was great covering my my shifts. Fortunately, it's um, – and unfortunately, it's uh, school vacation, so we're all kind of doing uh, yeah. half days. Yeah. So it's easier to cover that way. Um, but I was – it took me a half hour to write a text to work, an email to work on my phone. Um <laughs> It was the TV was so bright and so loud that I shut it off at one point and went up to bed. But I was laying on the sofa and it was like a 60, nice 60 degree day. The house is perfectly fine. And I was shivering like like I was outside in the winter naked and I was sweating. And I just, I wrote down and I'm like, I'm dying. I'm just, that's it. I'm just, yeah, I'm dying. My last will and testament kind of deal. Yeah. I'm like, you know how everybody acts before they turn into the zombie after their bit? Yeah. That's me for wow. like five days. That sucks. I had a 103 degree fever for at least three days that, that medicine would, would, it would go down. So it wasn't like go to the doctor right. kind of thing with the thyroid though. It, it drags out. Like yeah. Ellen was sick for three days. I was sick for uh, eight, yeah, I think. Um, so it was. Then it was weird because I had uh, the fever broke, and then the next day I got it at four thirty. My fever spiked to one hundred and three, um, and 
than like we thought the fever broke before. But have you ever uh, taken a nap on the sofa and sweat through an entire pillow? Not an entire pillow. No. Well, that's difficult to do. Yeah. I did that. And a blanket and a bathrobe. And it was just disgusting because we, we we thought everything was fine. The fever was gone. But next, the, it, like the, the morning, I took my, my temperature and it was like 98.8 or whatever. So it was close enough. I'm like, all right. So I'm, I'm a little tired. That's all right. I cleaned yeah, up and, yeah. and did some stuff. And then, bam, 430, 100 and, 102.9. I'm like, yeah, oh. That sucks when you think you're done. And then it comes back. That was the. Uh, Just when I, you think you're out, they pull you back in. The fever was some kind of fucking vampire because as soon as nighttime would hit for three days, it would go up to 102. Oh, that's fucked up. And I'd be fine during the day. I'd be like this. But we're now. Uh, yesterday I had a horrible sinus infection, um, so I blew most of that out today, which is that's tons of fun too. Yeah. Um, it it really it sapped all my energy. I lost at least five pounds. <laughs> that's good. You lost some weight, I guess. Yeah, under three hundred now. But I'm like I'm like I I get tired really easy. Yeah. Um. I was home with the girls all day, and I was watching some stuff for the other show, and I did a little bit of graphics work, and I sat in there with them, and I fell asleep. I had just, I had, I, I had done too much. I fell asleep. The good thing is, uh, well, not tomorrow. I have to actually go in for a meeting um, to do with the new 4D theater, not with getting fired or yeah. anything, because my boss is like, if, did you, <laughs> do you take the time. You, you survive. Need? Yeah. Yeah, he he totally understands. The best thing uh, about about the place is he is totally uh you're better off to me as an employee uh, healthy. Yeah. So if you need the time, take the time. Yeah. And I've actually called him a couple of days when like we've been doubled up and I'd be like, "Dude, I just I I just can't handle it anymore. Give yeah. me I'm going to I'm going to stay home today." And he's <laughs> like he's like whatever you need to do as long as the work gets done. So that's that's, That's really nice. So I don't have to worry about missing four days of work yeah. or getting a doctor's note because I was in constant contact. But what's I, up with your wrist? Oh, I got a little carpal tunnel yeah. going on there. Um, masturbating in the time off. This is the hand I would use, but no. That's the word that that's terrible, isn't it? When you're so tired you can't even do anything to like make yourself feel better. I've never been that tired. I have. Only once this last week and a half. Anyway, um, so tomorrow I go in for like an hour-long meeting with the people that are installing the new 4D theater. And um, so it, it's pretty good. It's like a half-day, half-day off yeah. an hour, so that's nothing. And then it's a half-day, half-day off, and then, I'm, and then I got a couple 12-hour shifts, so I should be totally recovered by then, So which is, which is nice. Cool. But like I, 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 I got to the end of, uh, of an eight-hour shift, which is sadly a half day, and um, I'm running this this new print through, and I'm like, well, I'm from, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> I hurt. Yeah, and it's like like I've never had every joint, every major yeah. joint ache and stuff. It was it was it was bad. Like you, anybody that listened to last week, I put out episode 100 because we're on 297. So two weeks from now is really? 300. Yeah. Um, no, three. Wow. We yeah. Have 90, no, we have one. Two weeks and Holy then, shit. yeah, so three weeks. Um, 
So I wanted to be like, oh, here was our first 100. And that was a decision. Like Sunday came around. Yeah. I was still like, fuck, yeah. no. I, uh, like I, if I brought you in here, your skin would have melted off from all the germs and shit. I don't know how the, the three of them, like they, they got sick. Like the two girls, they had a cough. Yeah. But they were, they were great the one day that we were all home together. They would just get stuff for me and, and tell me not to yeah. move and, and, and all that. So I ended up, um, I saw this actually segues nicely into stuff I saw. Okay. So that night I ended up going to, uh, going to the movies. I saw Dom Hemingway, the Jude okay. Law movie. I saw some trailers for that. It looks interesting. It was fun. I gotta say it was it was it was pretty fun. Hmm. Um, he plays a different kind he of guy. Totally different. Totally against type. It yeah. was that uh, you know he's usually the young, good-looking, suave kind mm-hmm. of guy. He's a dick in this, but it's oh my god! The first the first scene is absolutely hilarious. It's huh. awesome. That's not the scene where he's talking about guns, is it? No. Oh, okay, because no. I saw that 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 scene. That's pretty funny. So yeah, it's great. Um, Right, he's scenes. talking about guns. Yeah, I never use a gun except yeah. when blah blah blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. So, and then uh, and his scenes with Richard E. Grant are fantastic. I like I, him. I like him a yeah. lot. So, um, and then you've got uh, Transcendence, the Johnny Depp movie. I did not see good reviews about um, that. I can understand why. I actually kind of liked it. They did some interesting sort of things. Mm. If you're a sort of technology nerd you'll either dig it or you'll sit there going no that would never work because blah 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 but you know i just shut the a lot up. of stuff i saw said that that just didn't it didn't take it far enough like it was a good idea but they kind of wasted the premise just skimming the surface of it but um, i don't know i think that I they made i don't want to spoil it or anything like mm. that but there's like an opening kind of thing that sort of it could have ruined something that happens later, but it actually made me think, oh, I wonder if this is how. So, like, okay. you know how I get with story and I'm yeah. like, I'm bored with story because I know what's going to happen yeah. a lot of the time. Well, that's 90% this was nice. of this movies. This had yeah. me like, you know, sort of on the fence, like, oh, I wonder if they did this because they've done some pretty interesting things otherwise. So, mm. um, but I, I would say that I liked it. Mm. Okay. Uh, I saw Captain America again. Mm hmm. And it was just as I felt the first time. It was like, okay, this sort of gives me something to, you know. I saw a Marvel movie before Avengers 2. Yeah, okay. So Now, um, you haven't been watching S.H.I.E.L.D., right? I am not caught up on S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. So we should probably just not talk about it. So let's just move on to something else. All right. I, I think I still like the first Captain America more. Yeah, I kind of actually want to see it again. I, I, I really liked it, but I I I have a couple of a couple of things that aren't like nitpicking complaints, but like it's been done before kind of thing. Okay, so it's been three weeks, so we can get a little bit yeah, spoilery we can talk about here. Cat. I mean, there's nothing to spoil, though. Everybody, who, I mean, any secrets that are out there, everybody knows. They know who the Winter Soldier is. That's that's part of the problem, is that I don't think he should have been that big a part of it. Like, like hype-wise, Winter Soldier was the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. He, <laughs> he was a right. secondary bad guy. Really, when it comes down to it, he was the 
the the Darth Maul. He's the Phantom Menace. Yeah, okay. of of the movie. Um, and so we said spoiler alert, right? So yeah. the real enemy is Hydra, which I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah, I love. Uh, shit, should I say that? I love Hydra as an evil organization. Um, it gives me hope that Red Skull will come back because it doesn't. I don't think he died. I think he was transported to wherever Thanos was or some other dimension or well, something. I, I think it's interesting because it takes that whole shield structure mm. apart. And we said spoiler alert, so fuck you. Right. And the show gets so good after the Hydra reveal yeah, in the movie. Yeah, so I'm really, really, really excited to get mm. back into S.H.I.E.L.D. It's yeah. just tough for me to find time to watch stuff. I haven't really watched... I mean, aside from me like sitting down and watching a movie, mm. I have, I've I've been writing a lot. Okay. I'm working on a new script. Nice. Uh, I've been sort of playing with some other creative stuff. Like I, I was asking you about Illustrator. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I kind of want to... That's... <laughs> I Sorry, wanna, it took me so long to yeah, answer no, no, all those questions. Um, <laughs> no, because I, I just want to start trying to explore some like, yeah. I mean, I've I've sort of played a lot with like video and stuff, but I want to start trying to play with like drawing and, mm. and stuff like that. So, um, I've I've got a couple of little projects in my head that I want to play with. Mm. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's tough to fit stuff in. Yeah. So for me to just sort of sit, and by the time I get home and like you know, deal with people, and mm. um, I'm just tired. Going back to to, to Captain yeah. America, um, do you feel like some of the stuff was heavy handed, or did like did it fit the world that had been slowly built up? I, given that it, and again we said spoiler alert, so we yeah. can talk about what happens to Shield. All right. Mm. Given that it basically takes Shield apart. Mm. All right. Given that we've only really had Shield for the Avengers movie, like that we really got a sense of what it is for the Avengers oh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, I, 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 I think that it was almost a little bit too soon. Okay. To see Shield yeah. fall apart, it would have been nicer if you saw little hints mm. of Hydra's infiltration into S.H.I.E.L.D. over the course of, um, mm. like, a movie or two. I have to and say... And have that, have that big reveal in yeah. maybe, um, like, a, like an Avengers 3 or an Iron Man 4 or something like that. Mm. Maybe like an Avengers 3. So sort of chip away at S.H.I.E.L.D., draw that out a little bit. Mm. Because now it seems just like... Okay, it's all you know disbanded. Not so now. Not only are the Avengers sort of all off their own thing. Right. Now, the agents of Shield are all off on their own thing. Mm. So it's like now it's going to feel like the next kind of big movie that comes out. It's almost going to be like the Muppet movie. Like we got to get the band back together. Well, with um, with everything that that's happened to Shield, it seems like in the Avengers and with what Sam Jackson has been saying is that. The Avengers will get together, but they're not going to be run by S.H.I.E.L.D. It'll just be... The Avengers. It'll be like Tony will realize that, oh, I can't stop this on my own. I got to call yeah. Banner because he's... And I can see it being more of an organic 
Well, then that would, end up make, that would end up being kind of cool because then you might see some more like Nick Fury in action. Mm. I loved the Nick Fury stuff. Yeah. When he was like in the truck and shit that like was, that. Because you got to see old that. Old school action movie stuff. kind of a badass. Yeah. All right? Because you never really got to see that before. One thing I did not like mm. because, and this sort of took me out of the movie. Mm. All right? We all know that Sam Jackson is, for as long as Marvel Studios will keep going sam jackson has a job mm. okay so for them to do that he's dead thing yeah i did not for a frame mm. think he was dead no you know but, but it's just kind of like but now and i gotta i gotta go a little bit into stuff you haven't seen yet for the shield agents and this is really going to give anything away he had an idea of what was going on so it was all part of his plan and in Cap, you see that uh, Cap, who's an Avenger, is level 8, and Fury's a level 10. So there's a whole two-level difference between them. Yeah. So he had this plan, and he only tells, like, Hill and a couple of other people that he's alive. And obviously Cap and Widow find right. out. But that's part of his plan. Like, he knew it was coming. That's but- fine, but you know what it is? It was sort of like cheap bullshit it was the it was the it was the how am i going to get the enemy to stop trying to kill me well tell them i'm dead yeah but But it's like but but we all know that i mean it's like like colson colson you you know you could kill because when he got killed everybody in the room was like what the fuck yeah and everybody i mean seriously until the very last frame Mm. when you know ferris bueller should have come out and said go home every one of us (laughs) was like He's not dead, is yeah, he? He's yeah. not really dead. And then they announced the show, and then we see it on the show, and we're like, yes, he's not dead. Yeah, well. You know, mm, but yeah. We're you know, not, what, we're not but whatever, even sure but thing, about but that. But he's back. Yeah. But the thing is, though, like, you know, Nick Fury gets shot. But I don't, like, I, you know, I don't, whatever. I don't think dead. that was for us as a surprise. It wasn't, a, it wasn't to, to for, it was. It I was, didn't. I I just saw it as plot driven. Like when he shows up in that one downstairs, because y'all look and 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 you're like, well, he's not dead. And then when he shows up, everybody nudges each other like, I fucking told you he wasn't dead. See, it's like a Nick Fury. You can't kill him. Yeah, but you know what it was so, though? It wasn't even like Nick Fury. You can't kill him. It was you can't fire Sam Jackson. Well, That's yeah. what I mean. It yeah. took me out of the movie. Like we know he's not dead because he's probably got like a nine picture deal. Yeah, you know. He'll turn yeah. into he'll and turn into Doctor X, you know, in a fucking wheelchair before he's out of a job. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, somebody had said that um, explained why like he didn't call Tony or anybody else in the middle of it. They said it was like that happened over two or three days, and it was just fast and relentless. So yeah, he just kept. I'm like, all right, that's good. That makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. I had no problem with that stuff. That you know? I was. I was. I was. I was curious, not worried, but curious about how they were going to, after Avengers, um, keep the threats getting, because obviously everything always gets bigger and bigger as a threat, but keep it contained to the point where another hero shouldn't get involved. I mean, in Iron Man 3, the president gets kidnapped. Cap probably would have gotten involved at that point. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like in town. Yeah. But that's okay because he was taken somewhere else by jets, you know, or the repulsor jets and everything. So maybe it wouldn't have made sense for him to get there. Yeah. But do you think the whole 
um, like evil AI plan that Hydra had, you know, um, obedience through fear, you know, drones in the sky, yeah. surveillance and that kind of thing. I thought they handled that kind of deftly. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't ripped from the headlines, Law and Order style. Not a, no, was, not as much. It was, it was really like I can okay, Armin Zola. Yeah, okay, that that yeah. that's that makes sense. That's pretty good. But you watch something like Elysium, where it's everybody needs health care. It's like I fucking get it, Matt Damon. I like you, but come on. Yeah, it was a little much. Yeah, go get me a glass of water. I I like that it was only three helicarriers. Yeah. Um, but did you notice? Because I I started looking for like little details yeah. and shit. All of the markings were red on these other helicarriers, the insight yeah. helicarriers, which that was that was all fr- getting pretty freaky. Yeah. I thought by by the time it was going, um, I I liked Bucky's cyborg arm. That was kind of cool. I was I was that's the only thing I was worried about is how are they going to make this what is basically like you know muscle with lines drawn over it and a metal you know <laughs> flash in the comic book you know they just paint the dude's arm gray and put yeah. black lines on it how are they going to combine you know make this look real and i mean a little bit of moving parts a little servo sound yeah, yeah sure no, i thought it was good yeah yeah that looked really good and when he takes over for cap because you know that's going to happen because they got him with that one heroic shot of the shield there That'll be interesting. I like I like that they brought him back. Maybe not this soon, but they also like totally give the whole thing away before any recognition between the actors. Yeah, but whatever. That's fine. What was the extra part? Oh yeah, I remember the, the extra twins. part. Now. Yeah, I don't know who they are. It's um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Are they Magneto's kids? Is that what I heard? Yeah, but they're not going to mention them in Avengers because Fox owns the rights to right. mutants and stuff. They should just stupid. put it all. They should just. They will all make all. They will make all the money. All, yeah, absolutely, all the money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally. You know what? You know what they're probably doing. I the, Warner Brothers has DC. All the other studios have everything else. Marvel. Yeah. Right. So they're probably waiting for them to announce their Justice League movie for whenever. Yeah. And then they can say, oh, we're going to do a new we're gonna spin-off. Do- it's going to be called Marvel Team-Up, and it's going to star everyone. It's going to be called Give Us All the Money. We're even bringing Gwen Stacy back, because, you know, she'll be dead by the time they do whatever. Because she's just there to die. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, I needed to download <laughs> The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, motherfucker. I haven't been uh, reading too many great reviews they're all kind of middle of the road like really? too many bad guys it's all muddled i don't give a shit it's spider-man it's, exactly it's, it's, that's gonna, one of those you're gonna join us for the midnight again i'm gonna try i gotta look at my schedule um but it's one of those things where like even three like had parts where i will skip when i watch it on yeah. dvd but like there's some there's some all right parts yeah. in that i like venom as much as he could have been designed differently looked all right so whatever I thought Falcon in Cap was, was really awesome. well done. That was really cool. That when it, when he jumps off and the wings extend, yeah, there was some real. You could see some real stress on the uh, the structure of the wings. Like, yeah, no, I I liked that a lot. I I liked him a lot. He was cool. Yeah, I like that he's just a normal guy. 
Yeah. But and now I, I liked what he said. I do what he does, only slower. Yeah. <laughs> now Vulture, when when they put Vulture in a Spider-Man movie, his wings are have a lot to live up to. Yeah. Cuz I really liked the way he manipulated the wings and the way like it just mm. it looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cap was good. I think it it deserves the money it's making, definitely. Yeah. Next up is Guardians. That's, I cannot wait for that. And I got to tell you, they so get so many lot. so many people are talking about it now, like every day more and more people are like, "Holy shit." They've gotten so much mileage out of that one trailer. Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking brilliant. It's it's brilliant marketing. We don't even know what the story is. We don't know what the plot is. What the fuck? There should be plenty around. Oh, don't you hate that? I tried to do a download on the for uh, the phone that was out in the snow. I tried to upgrade the um, operating system, and I had to delete a whole bunch of shit out of it. Drives uh, me crazy. Oh, so I just the, gotta get a bunch of pictures off of it. The rumor is that uh, the Thanos War will be um, Avengers Three. Yeah. And then if they do an Avengers four, they can go with Civil War. Where see, I don't know any of that. See, I'm not. Good. I'm not that familiar with Civil War, but it, I know it has to do with registering superheroes. Yeah, that's what you say. And Cap is on the side you wouldn't think he'd be on. Like he's the anti-government side. Yeah. And Tony's the pro side. It's it's kind of. Yeah, but Spider Man plays a part in it and stuff. It's like, oh, okay, well, I can't do that. What do you think of these uh, accusations against Brian Singer? You know what? I know very little about him, and I don't give a shit. I really don't care about celebrities' private lives. Their job, Mm. in my eyes, to entertain me. I only care care if he's found guilty by a court at this point. Accusations mean nothing. I don't care. I I, I mean, I just, you know, like, my my relationship with them Mm. is purely economic and entertainment and, and art. So, um, I, whatever. I, yeah. don't, I mean, I just don't have the patience to, to, to I just don't, <laughs> no, I, I you know, know, Woody Allen or whatever the fuck, like, you know, just, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll watch your movies. I don't, that's your job, mm. you know, and much in the same way. I think that entertainers should shut the fuck up. You know, you have an opinion that's fucking fantastic. That's great. Oprah, I don't give a fuck what book you like. I don't care. No. Okay? You liking a book should not make it like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Your opinion means nothing to me. Yeah, I always found it interesting that so many people would just obsessively follow one woman's opinion or any one person's opinion on something. And that's, you know, that's just not my thing. If it's somebody else's, sure, rock on, whatever, but I don't Um, give a shit. Mike, the Mike that we both know, yeah. um, we were talking about movies, and he had said he had never seen Princess Bride or Predator, and Primer was a, was the other one, a, uh, the time travel movie. And I'm like, Mike, you know I never, ever say this, but you need to see Princess Bride and Predator. Yeah, like he needs to watch Princess Bride. Th- with his, those are must-see yeah. movies, I think, for, especially for for such a such a dork like him. Yeah, seriously. Like, we are, too. But, yeah. You know, it's like, how have you gone this long without seeing fucking Predator? Princess Bride 2. I mean, not only is it a fantastic movie, it's almost perfect. Yeah. But it's also one of the most quotable movies. You know what I mean? If for no other reason than to just not be left out of the, you know. (laughs) Yeah. 
the the, the little circle. <laughs> I just I just found that absolutely amazing. But yeah, I don't I don't uh, people people will talk about movies and stuff and like I have what I like, you know, yeah. and people think they need to apologize that they haven't seen something. Like, I don't give a shit. You want to lead an unfulfilled life by not watching the greatest movies ever made? That's fine. That's what I think in my head. What yeah. I say is, you know what? You watch what you like. Yeah. That's that's it. But there's 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 a few movies. I think we could do I think we could do each our own 100 top 100 movies that you need to see. If you're a movie fan, you should have seen by now. If yeah. you if you're 25, let's say. Yeah. Cuz there's definitely one. But I can never get down on somebody if they haven't seen something. I mean, who was I? I was talking to somebody at work and I'm like, you know what? I own Schindler's List on disc, the special edition yeah. DVD from all those years ago. I've never fucking watched it. But you need to have it. But I own it. Yeah. That's the thing. But I never watched yeah. it. Do you know what? But there are some movies like, like I own Shawshank Redemption. I don't think I've ever watched it on my DVD player. Okay. Um, Christmas Story, I don't want it in my house. Hmm. Because... Because I don't want. Why would you watch that at any other time than than like, the day it's than on? The day it's on, yeah. like for the twenty four. Like seriously, yeah. You know, like why would you just be? You there get your in, years in, fill of it in May. Yeah. Just go. I'm gonna pop this in. You know what? I will watch in the summer though. I'll watch Scrooged once in like July. Yeah, that's one of those like I you could watch. You know, but it's not one of those movies that they need to do a marathon on. It's no. great. Yeah. It's a great movie, but. And again, I love Shawshank, and I love catching it every now and again. Mm. Yeah. So I don't like catching like Pulp Fiction every now and again because, like, what's the point of seeing that on like TNT? (laughs) That's a good question. I have to say, I finally uh, a few months ago. How long ago? Few? I don't know. A year ago. Back well, up. Did that say Frozen 2? Oh, it says they're not making one. Oh, good. They and and I said, good. It's totally unneeded. Right. Um, and my my thought on Jackie Brown is I think it is the best movie he's made. Really? Yeah. I think it's... Um, it's it's. I, I, I had never seen it before, yeah. any of that. But now I have this immense background in uh, 70s crime and yeah. exploitation and black exploitation and stuff like that and i really who who wrote it who who wrote the the book it was based on i want to say elmore leonard but it, that that's that doesn't sound right um maybe um, there was some internet oh every fucking week right <laughs> hold on let me type it in here and take a look I've been getting really weird results on uh, IMDb lately. Really? Yeah, it was Elmore Leonard who wrote the novel. <laughs> Holy shit, I knew something. Um, it's a it's a it's a great story, and I I don't know. There's just something about who wrote the screenplay. Tarantino says wrote the screenplay. Um, there's just some. I'm I'm just going back through here to see if. Uh, there's other stuff that. Nope, I was thinking of somebody else. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's the best character. It's definitely story his he has best character driven movie. Yeah, most definitely. 
And it's the least homage of, of, of all of them, too. Um, it exists in its own world, and it can exist in its own world. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, it's a it, little bit, it's a little bit warmer. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought the ending was, was brilliant. Yeah. The way it was filmed and, and, and written. Yeah. No, so, that's a good movie. I don't know. It's, it just seems, it, it seems the most mature out of everything he's done. Yeah. What's he doing next? I don't know. They did a reading of Hateful Eight, so that's probably what uh, he's going to yeah. do next. Even though he said he won't, he always leaks the scripts early. Yeah, this is Kill Bill Volume Three, Hateful Eight. Yep. I would love that. So let's look under director. Hateful Eight and Kill Bill Three. No dates. They're just announced. So something will pop up within the next six yeah. months, I think, on his thing. So uh, let's see what we got over here. Cause, news. What are we, we're about a half hour in the morning. Let's take a little break. All right, why don't we do that? Because I got a feeling this is not going to be a ridiculously long show. No, I'm already starting to fade. Yeah. Let me uh, let me find the YouTube channel. and uh, I've heard about the YouTube. Oh, there was a new, um, there was a new Honest Trailer. Oh, was there? Yeah. We got to watch it. I want something from the soundtrack from... Uh... Oh, what's that Things You Missed in Captain America 2? Oh, I don't know. You want... Let's yeah. see what that is. Let's see what that is. Hey, guys. Welcome on back to ETC. My name is Kale. Hopefully you saw Captain America 2 Winter Soldier this weekend because we're going to tell you the nine things you might have missed while watching the movie. All right, let's see if I missed Spoiler them. alert. Can't stress that enough. Let's start. Coming in at number nine, while Sitwell is being interrogated because he's a scared little guy, he drops a few names, including Bruce Banner and Stephen Strange, yeah, who Strange. you may know as Doctor yeah. Strange. Uh, this is uh, just a short. Even quick I got that. Mention, <laughs> but he may be uh, coming in phase three. Sitwell's been so a dick in the shorts for teaser. a while. Yeah. Coming in at number eight, while not mentioned directly, Brock Rumwell is a character that continuously is going after Captain America. But he's also later on known as Crossbones. So we may be seeing him in Captain America. If they 3. put the mask on him, that'll be good. Who knows? Number seven and six are the post credit sequences. Obviously, we get our first look at Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, who will be in Avengers 2. However, there is a second one if you stayed all the way to the end of the credits. Hmm. It's not that great. It shows yeah. us that Bucky Barnes is still alive and he goes to the museum and he starts to realize who he actually is. Wasn't that great? But there you go. No, Coming that was total character five, development. Baron yeah. Von Strucker. We get a look yeah, at that him was in nice. the first post-credit sequence. He's uh, controlling the twins, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. He's uh, probably going to be instrumental him. in Avengers too. So, also big he's, Hydra he's, guy. He's got a scar on his face, and he's like, "Close, who's got these twins?" I'm terrible. Coming in at number four, Agent 13. Now you may know Peggy Carter is Captain America's first love way back in the day, but now she's old. And now her niece, Agent 13, or Sharon Carter, oh. is now in Captain America's life. And guess what? He's probably going to hook up with her, maybe in, in Captain, Captain America 3, but who knows? Yeah, he's keeping it all in the family. She's Number three kill is Kat. a little Easter egg to Samuel L. Jackson on uh, Nick Fury's grave. See, again, I yeah. told you spoilers. Yeah, you caught that? I saw there was yeah, a of course quote I did. that was yeah. Ezekiel 2517, which is, of course, a callback to Pulp Fiction. 
one of uh, his character's favorite quotes in Pulp Fiction. At number two, while the helicarriers are zooming in on different locations, we see Stark's tower, yep. of course, still ravaged with from the, the Avengers, yeah. and still has the A, which represents no, the Avengers. No, it's fixed. Shout back to Avengers. Right, and coming it's in at got number the arrow, one, we're yeah. just pausing this for you because basically you might have missed all of them. It's Captain America's list of things that he Saw wanted that. to catch up on because he missed all over the, the internet for well beforehand. Now, lastly, Captain America 2 left questions about not only what's going to happen to S.H.I.E.L.D., but what's going to happen to the S.H.I.E.L.D. television show on ABC while the executive producers of the show have stepped... Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's see. I'm just going to type in sound. Oh, you know what? We, there was a Trouble Man soundtrack there, right? Okay. Why don't we why don't we do that? We'll do uh we'll do Trouble Man by Marvin Gaye. That'll work. We'll be right back.
Hail Hydra. Indeed. Um, oh, i got to give it a little shout-out. A friend of mine, um, she started this calligraphy business. Look for it on uh, Facebook and Twitter. It's called uh, Wavecrest Calligraphy. Is that one word, Wavecrest? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, but uh, her name is Kim. She's fantastic, very talented, and uh, so I told her I'd give a shout-out. So here's my shout-out. And uh, you can find the Facebook. She had a, like a Facebook page, and I think she's gonna do a. It was like well, it was almost like an individual page, and then she realized, oh, I could do a business page. So oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I friended her, and I found it. So just uh, if you want to dig around my Facebook and try to find her, that's cool. So. No, do that. We can uh, we can throw a link up there. Yeah, that'll be good. So, uh, um, yeah, she's a cool kid. Nice, very nice. It's always good to support people when yeah. they start new businesses, right? Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, so the newsroom season three is going to cover the Boston Marathon. Oh, good. Bombing. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And my reaction to it was, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see this again. Because um, it's going to be so weird. Because all I did was sit in front of the TV watching the news yeah. for however long. But that's good. That, that At least season three is coming. Uh, did you see this stuff with the guy and his cows and all this stupid bullshit that's going on with him? No, who's the guy and his cows? All right, let me let me scroll down a little here. Is this going to give me a headache? Uh, no, maybe I don't know. Uh, let's see. That's about the mayor. There's pot. There's a lot of pot on our Facebook group. Um, Let's see. Where the hell? Oh, conservative politician. I mean, uh, what's it called? Actors. Um, Why do they want to boycott Papa John's? Oh, because he's a dickhead that says, if our business is successful and achieves excessive profits, we're under no obligation to share that with our workers. Um, He's right. He, he He is right. But uh, but, uh, but but you don't say that shit out loud. One, you don't say this that that shit out loud because then you've got workers shitting on your food. Yeah. Okay. And also, I mean, it's just—I mean, it's true. It's definitely true. But if you're smart, you'll do things to get good workers because good workers are going to make your business better, and then you're going to be even more successful. So, mm-hmm. what, I mean, that's just a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I can see both sides of the thing where the 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 CEO to uh, worker ratio is way high. I'm not going to say if it's too high or not but, or but whatever. This, I don't. But, but 
we have a capitalist society, right? That's yeah. that's our that's our economy. It's capitalism, and that's what unregulated businesses will do. It's not unregulated. It's regulated. well, well. You get rid of regulation, and then businesses can start doing more and more as long as they're within the letter of the law. If you want. If you really want this stuff taken care of, you can't slacktivist this shit on Facebook. You got to get the fuck out and vote for the people that have your your. Yeah, and that's why things going to I mean, I've been saying this for years that this. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren was on the Daily Show and she was talking about how when she went to school, um, it was uh, fifty dollars a semester at a at a like community college, like a commuter college. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fucking college is, is idiotically prohibitively expensive. Yeah. Um. Does that really say what I think it says? Robert Oscar Lopez claims same-sex parenting is slavery banned under the Thirteenth Amendment. I hadn't even seen that. It doesn't even make sense. Well, let's see what the Bing Bong's reasoning is, because that's a... okay. While appearing on Cindy Rios in the morning yesterday, this would be uh, on April seventh. Uh, Anti-LGBT activist Robert Oscar Lopez said that same-sex couples who are raising children are redefining what it means to be human and reintroducing slavery. No, they're not. <laughs> That's, I mean, just I mean, clearly no, they're not yes. like what the fuck Rios invited Lopez on her show to discuss a recent American thinker column in which he depicts gay men as quote women hating chauvinists who wish to quote snatch away babies from women and treat children as chattel. Oh, he's a feminist. Mm. Lopez told Rios that the 13th Amendment's ban on slavery slavery applies to same sex parenting. I don't want to play his audio there. I'll just read the. He says, I believe every child has a natural-born right to his mother and father, and ultimately those rights were taken away from them because adults made a decision that the child was not a party to because he didn't exist or was too young to decide that. Well, 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 hold on. Uh, I'm sorry. It just... uh. He said, I want non-existent children to have a say in their lives. Okay. Right? That's pretty much what, what we got, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a reason that, that the parents are, are, are guardians and caregivers and stuff like that because uh, children are too uh, ill-informed and stupid to make. Yeah, or non-existent. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. Um, Can you be too non-existent? I don't know. Even if you could come up with some study that showed that 95% of children are okay with it, we as a society already ran through a huge debate in the United States about owning other people, and we decided the 13th Amendment is worded very sweepingly, not just to ban what was specifically happening on southern plantations, but to ban any kind of practice. It says, so if you're going to do slavery, you better be really good at it because you can't practice. Yeah. Uh, it says slavery shall not exist in any kind of arrangement where you have a legal contract upon another human being is banned. That would suggest that all adoptions mm. are illegal. So the mother-father relationship to the child is a natural one that is structured around obligations to the child. Anytime that you turn that around... <coughs> And you say that adults have a right to a child. Really, all of society then becomes put into an ethical problem because all of society is redefining what it means to be human. 
Wow, what, what a fucking that's, stretch. That makes no sense, dude. What it means to be a child, what it means to be a free citizen, and what it means to have freedom. I don't think you can really be free if you're born with a price on your head. I don't know. Ask Khan. I think it's okay. Lopez also lashed out at LGBT right, rights activists as brutal, ruthless, and to- totalitarian activists. This is a very aggressive movement, and they're ruthless. I began to hold discussions, trying sincerely to engage in a discussion with the gay community, and I think there are still a lot of good gay people, but the gay organizations, which are not the same thing as gay people, I don't know, corporations are people, have just fallen (laughs) into this (laughs) totalitarian mode. Their mindset is so brutal and ruthless, I just can't even put words to it. So I'm going to tell you something is absolutely the worst it's ever been, but I don't have the words to describe that. And he was he talking about ruthless gay people? Uh, no, ruthless gay organizations, apparently. I just... I, uh, I, but uh, Are we at the point where we can just say, you're a fucking idiot, take your cards, and leave the table? I just... I'm, go ahead. I just... It makes no sense. Like, I'm astounded. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Don't you love... I don't... I don't... I don't... don't, They're 500 years behind the rest of us. They're all fucking... That's India. I know. Uh, Mulayam Singh Yadav said rape penalties are too harsh boys are boys mistakes happen sometimes okay well when he gets raped he'll exactly that that will change his mind uh, did you see this footage from the canceled darth maul game it actually looked pretty good no let me say well i can't i mean it's just no. gonna be sound effects but it's uh it's a little bit like the arkham game with a uh, lightsaber that's cool so that's all right oh this was good um um mcdonald's i guess is is how they have uh skylander and my little pony toys for the um for the happy meals yeah and the note now uh the uh, this this woman i guess she's the manager lorena uh in this one store i don't know if it's company wide or anything she said when a customer orders a happy meal you must ask will that be a my little pony toy or a skylander's toy we will no longer refer to them as boy or girl toys Managers will be performing follow-ups on our new order taking or on our new order taking procedures. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Why'd she write it on pink paper? Because huh? she's a girl. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of dickish thing I would say. I know. For you. No, but that's a good step in the right direction, isn't yeah. it? I like that. Uh Texas school secretary challenges firing over run beep run Obama post on Facebook. That's that word you like to not say. I, you know what? In that sense, it's offensive. I love this the the grumpy cat George Bush meme where he's doing that wave and says, "Did you see my new paintings?" And grumpy cat says, "Why aren't you in prison?" I cannot stand grumpy cat. I really hate the stupid. I can't hate fucking hate them enough. Stupid cats. My 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 girls love that cat's face. Oh, I fucking hate it. Pulp Fiction ABC Family promo. What Pulp Fiction was on ABC Family? I don't. I, that's got to be a joke. It's got to be a joke. Hold on. Let's let's click the link. 
me un- unmute that. Tonight on ABC Family, join best friends Vinny and Jules in their epic quest for babes and burgers. <laughs> this is a tasty burger. They're two kooky criminals who just can't catch a break. Oh man, I shot Marvin in the face. What? And they're on the trail of a boxer with a heart of gold. Back before you could say blueberry pie. Blueberry pie. Maybe not that fast. But even though life's full of hangups, they can still get down. John Travolta. Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, and Christopher Walken. So he hit it. The one place he knew he could hide something is Get all the facts Pulp <laughs> Fiction tonight at 8, 7 Central, only on ABP Family. Oh, man. I'm going. That's all it is to it. That was, that was, that was pretty that funny. That was all right. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Facts <sighs> about Pulp Fiction may not have known. Let's keep this going. <laughs> Where? It was right below that. There it is. All I right. Bet I, I wonder if I knew these. We probably all probably do. Probably do. It's like so you guys really seemed to like it when we did that Pulp Fiction 8 bit. Like, a lot. So on today's episode of Things You Didn't Know, we're taking a page from Hollywood's playbook. We're taking something that worked once and then doing it again and again until it's ruined completely. Alan. With that, here are nine things you didn't know about Pulp Fiction. Probably. 20 years after Pulp Fiction's release, Jules' monologue before he executes Brett remains one of the most memorable moments in movie history. Yeah, tell us Even though fake. Jules right, claims yeah. he memorized Ezekiel 2517 in the scene, almost none of his speech is actually found in the real Bible passage. I lay my vengeance upon thee. A few key phrases at the end are indeed lifted from Ezekiel, but everything else Jules says is gospel straight from the book of Tarantino, also known as the Pulp Fiction screenplay. <laughs> That. We all remember hearing Vincent talk about his 64 Malibu getting keyed in the movie, but you probably didn't know that Vince's car actually belonged to Quentin Tarantino in real life. Unfortunately for Quentin, familiar. the car was stolen oh. during production. The Malibu resurfaced in 2013, 20 years later, when police arrested a couple of teenagers who were stripping it. They researched <laughs> the VIN number and figured out it was Tarantino's car from all those years ago. Wow. Aside from the Malibu, another noteworthy item that appears in Pulp Fiction is Jules's wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says bad motherfucker. Wasn't that Sam Jackson? Well, the real badass motherfucker was, apparently, Quentin Tarantino. It was his wallet which he gave to (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson to use in the movie. See, my wallet says, please, not the face, on it, which (laughs) would have played a little differently in the movie. Wallets aside, the most important prop in the entire movie would have to be the mysterious briefcase. To this day, there's a pretty nice chunk of the internet devoted to theories on what's inside of it. I know. Whether you think it's diamonds or drugs, or you're in the camp that thinks it's Marcellus Wallace's soul, you're all right. In an interview with Howard Stern, Tarantino eventually revealed that the contents of the briefcase are whatever the viewer wants it to yeah. be. The script Personally, said I've diamonds. I figured it was Gwyneth Paltrow's head. And for so, those of you who aren't fans diamonds. of using your imagination, we also know what was literally in the briefcase. Two batteries and a light bulb. Tying into the different briefcase theories, there has also been plenty of speculation about what the deal is with the band-aid on the back of Marcellus's neck and how it relates to the briefcase or the overall story. Sorry guys, but it turns out that the bandage has no meaning. Ving Rhames had just cut himself while he was shaving his head. Tarantino <laughs> liked the look of the band-aid and decided to run with it. He felt it made Rames' character seem more mercurial, so much so that it inspired him to make sure we meet Marcellus's Band-Aid before we ever see his face. 
It's not easy to make it funny for a guy to get shot in the face, but Pulp Fiction manages to do just that when poor Marvin's head gets turned into a Jackson Pollock painting. Stop. But I'll bet you didn't know that Marvin was originally supposed to be shot twice. Vince was supposed to shoot Marvin in the throat accidentally, and then would have to shoot him again in the head as a mercy kill to end his suffering. Eventually, it was decided that making it one accidental kill shot would play a lot funnier and keep Vince a lot more likable. By the way, actor Phil Lamar, who played Marvin, wasn't even around when they filmed the scene. They built a dummy Marvin that was rigged to blow brain chunks out the back of his head. He does a lot of future ammo voice work. In the trunk of the car, which, now that I'm looking at it, definitely looks like a dummy in the trunk of a car. (laughs) As long as we're talking about bullets, remember the scene with Alexis Arquette and his really, really terrible aim? Yeah, well, you probably didn't notice that the bullet holes in the wall are there before a single shot I, is I'd fired. That. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure a you gun did, guy, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that's not how bullets are supposed to work. When Pulp Fiction was still in the casting phase, John Travolta went to Quentin Tarantino's apartment to talk about the role of Vince, and definitely, definitely not to talk about massages. To Travolta's <laughs> surprise, when he arrived at Tarantino's address, he had arrived at his old apartment from years before. Travolta had rented the exact same place back when he first moved to Hollywood. He lived there until he got his big break on Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> Even though it went on to be the number one top-grossing independent film of its time, Pulp Fiction was made for a pretty modest $8.5 million. The only way to do that was for all the big stars like Bruce Willis and Uma Thurman to take pay cuts. Producer Lawrence Bender figured the fairest thing to do was to pay all the stars the same amount, which wound up being $20,000 a week. Most of us don't live in a universe where 20 grand a week is a pay cut, but let's just move on before I get very depressed. For example, John Travolta worked on the film for seven weeks, so he only made $140,000. But don't feel too bad for the Pulp Fiction cast. The major stars also had points on the film's profits, which wound up being $214 million worldwide, which translates into a lot of Kahuna Burgers. <laughs> this is a tasty burger. Well, those are all of our things for this episode. That wasn't a comment bad. if you have no. some other Pulp Fiction trivia or if there's another movie you'd like to see on the show. And we'll get our team of interns to start researching. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. We're not allowed to have any interns until those charges get dropped. Thanks for watching and subscribe to Cinefix for more truish things about movies right here on Things You Didn't... All right, I'll cut that off. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Early. Yeah, that um, was fun. So the cow thing, right? This, this guy, mm. he... um. He acknowledges the state government, but he does not acknowledge the U.S. government. And for 20 years, he's been grazing his cow on government, his, his cows on government property. And um, they have been saying, uh, you need to pay us for this because there's grazing fees. That's a normal thing with, with cattle ranch stuff. Is it? Uh, yeah, apparently. From I know way more about it than I did right. like a week ago. Um, there was an armed standoff. Uh, the government took his cows. The the people the on uh, that were supporting this guy Bundy uh, were going to put women in front. So like it, when the government opened fire, they would shoot women. Like they're all kinds of stupid, fucked up shit. But the thing is, like Fox got behind him as like an American folk hero, and everybody else is like, uh, "Fucker broke the law," and the court said he did. So yeah. you're supporting basically a, a, a domestic Criminal. terrorist. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Weird, weird shit. Like, there's going to be some kind of really bad schism 
no, <laughs> that just isn't. fractures no, the isn't. left and the right. It, no, there isn't. There's got to be. There the, won't the, be. We are so divided, and the right wing is so fucking not stupid. Nothing will happen. Nothing big is. Nothing's gonna. I don't know. The rich will continue. There's got to. There's got to. It's got to hit a tipping point. What are we going to do? A second real, like, honest Great Depression? Nope. Nope. Won't happen. Well, we can't keep going the way we're going. There are things in place to prevent a, you know, really, really, really big, like, Great Depression like before. So, and it was bad for a little while. Remember? You know, five years ago. Oh, yeah. Now it's not so bad anymore. So, and that's just the way it's going to be. So, I mean, that's, that's, nothing's major is going to happen. You won't see people marching down the streets and getting all No, we're all too fucking lazy for that. Exactly. Nothing (sighs) will happen. I can't stop laughing. X-Men, what was that X-Men thing? Oh, I forgot. Did someone do a frozen X-Men comparison? Oh, no, it's the how it should have ended Um, for for Frozen. She she goes to Xavier's mansion. Yeah, okay. Um... Remember we were talking about the um, the connection between this and Tangled and the Little oh, yeah. Mermaid? Uh, Reverend Scott sent me a, a link to another thing where they connected it to another Disney movie where the parents didn't actually die. What movie? Tarzan. I'm like, all right, sure, why not? How? They're they're his parents. Who? Elsa and Anna's parents. How? I don't know. I was sick when I got the thing. So. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Where? <laughs> nah, I think that's bullshit. Oh, of course it is. But it's 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 fun when you when you, you pull this stuff together. Uh I don't know. There's there's not a whole lot. Um do you want to talk about the Boston Marathon? Went off without a hitch. Yeah. I, I Next. Don't, I don't care. I'm sick to death of fucking hearing about it. Boston yeah. Strong. I hate our fucking slogans here. Can I say that? I hate our fucking slogans. Boston Strong just pisses me off. Cowboy up. Anybody that says that out loud, I want to punch in the fucking I don't throat. think I've heard too much of that. In the last no, of no, years. no. But when but it Boston was big. Strong is... Uh, that's you know everything that happens you know we get a snowstorm boston strong how how about what what you know they say oh you shouldn't you shouldn't um um you know revel in the in the death of your enemy right why not well i don't agree with that but that's what people say um but then for everybody to say oh well we're taking it back and we're doing this and we're doing that i'm like well then you're admitting that they did way more damage than anyone says out loud. Yeah. You're you're giving credence to this these imbeciles half assed terrorist attack by saying we're I'm finishing the race that I started last year. I'm, we're taking back the the marathon. It's like nobody fucking took it away from you. It was interrupted. Yeah. I the coverage was and I don't I don't even have fucking TV like cable anymore. Um but the coverage on the radio and everywhere else that that like I would look, it was fucking nonstop. Yeah, everybody was talking about the marathon. I like, I get it. It it destroyed people. Yeah, no, I I totally but I, get I it. Think it, it was, I think we're giving Sarnayev way too much power. That, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's just that's just how I feel right now. Um, I got on the highway the other day, 
Oh my God, so did I. Yeah, and I was behind a car who was behind what I thought was a motorcycle on the highway. Okay. Okay. Like I got on at the industrial park to get onto 128 to go to Route yeah. 1. And it wasn't a fucking motorcycle. It was some asshole and his girlfriend in the slow lane. Yeah. On a fucking Vespa. Really? They can't do that. On the fucking highway going 32 miles an hour. They can't do that. No. That's they're going to get killed. Yes. No, that, I mean that's just the illegal. worst they part can't. is the worst part is the car in front of me and then me and all of us are in the car and I'm like this, this is I should just pull into the fucking breakdown lane until this I know what I would I would have called the police. He was he he had pulled over by the time, you know, he had gone maybe a quarter of a mile and pulled over. But that's crazy because like they one thing, I mean, a Vespa can go more than thirty miles an hour, can it? Yeah, you know, I, like up I think I think I think they got on the highway and immediately realized this is a bad fucking idea. But the problem that I had was I couldn't get over. Everybody was moving yeah. too fast and the van accelerates pretty decent. Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't move, so I had to just yeah. wait for this fucking guy. This fucking guy. This so, guy, you know, the, fucking you, guy. You know the song Smoke on the Water, right? Uh, yeah. Now, a lot of people believe it's about the, uh, the smoke that settles on the water and a bong and everything. But it's, from what I remember, it's about a fire uh, that, that, that happened to a building uh, in the mountains. Okay. Um, Comcast has a new ad that uses smoke on the water. And I'm thinking... You're coming and hooking electrical stuff up in my house. <laughs> I don't really think you should be using smoke on the water as your fucking theme song. That's pretty funny. And the other thing. It's a terrible tragedy when, when someone on a bicycle gets hit and killed by a car. True. But when I watch you run fucking red lights, I have no sympathy for people on bicycles at all. You follow the rules of the fucking road. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I emphasize that with my daughter. <clears throat> There's the intersection um, in Cambridge um, that comes from Bunker Hill College down past um, the Cambridge side Galleria. Yeah. And then there's the O'Brien Highway that the museum's on. There's a, it's a fairly large intersection. It's got to be six lanes, both, both roads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always see some stupid fuck when I'm going to when when either either w whichever way I'm going that they, they're they are on the O'Brien Highway part facing toward Cambridge, like going away from these and they will sit there and then the the light is clearly fucking red and they will start to go through the intersection. Yeah. All right. You are not a fucking superhero. You cannot pedal this bike fast enough. I've watched like six people almost get run over. Yeah. I I've, I think what I'm going to start doing on these half days is I'm going to walk down to that intersection and I'm going to start filming shit and I'm going to start a compilation of look at this dumbass. Oh, I like that. Don't go through a fucking red light because people that weave in and out of traffic that don't use hand signals or turn signals, I should say hand signals, turn signals. What is it on the bike? Um, hand signals that don't Which follow the rules turn. of the road right that run yeah. red lights that illegal turns um that's why we hate you because of the worst people and that, yeah. that that's not fair i understand but 
those are the ones that we're going to see, right? Well, with any luck, they'll be dead soon. Oh, I, I, I get this. This it's the only time I really get like this twinge of guilt when I hear somebody gets gets hurt on a bike, and I'm like, I wonder if it was that asshole that was running the fucking red light. Hey, did you know there's something called a Massachusetts left? Um, you ever heard of that? I'm sure I have. Yeah, is it when you're in the far right lane and you? No, God. Uh, before I get to oh, the Massachusetts like left, right hand turns Route One South, right? Yeah. You know the McDonald's that's there, right past Suntog Lake. Uh huh. I watched this little fucking white Corolla stop dead in the middle of the highway, the middle lane on Route One. On Route One, that's not that's at, death wish. I want to say about one thirty in the afternoon on a Tuesday or something, yeah, they smart. stopped dead. There was three cars and a truck behind them. And I started to panic a little bit because I'm like, what the, what the fuck's yeah. in the road? It was so they could pull into McDonald's. You don't they stop. went from the middle lane over another lane, over the breakdown lane, into the fucking McDonald's. Wow. And if I wasn't in the far right uh, left lane, I would have followed them in there and beat the fucking shit out of them. That's, well, you know what? If McDonald's doesn't kill them, then they're kind of driving well. You kind of get what you deserve. I mean, on Route 1, that's like the closest the average person gets to like Formula 1 racing in this part of the world. Yeah. You know, where you have to leave a parking lot. at You have to go from zero to 55 miles an hour yep. in no time flat. Yep. I do believe that, that Route 1 also is the only highway with a stoplight on it. So a Massachusetts left is when um, there's no green arrow to turn left, okay? But you accelerate faster than the guy across from you so that he doesn't go yeah. past you and you can get to the left in front of everybody. I didn't even know that was a thing. I was there's, I thought just thought it's that's just, how you do it. That's a left turn. Exactly, right? But, but apparently oh, that's... Like a, everybody else has got arrows. Apparently oh, that's a thing. That. Well, we were here first. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Me. All right, I think I I, I missed a, a thing of feedback here. Let me um, let me double check because we skipped last week. So, uh, okay. Oh, hold on. Let me go back one more. And make sure. Of course, I need your partnership. Blah blah blah. Okay. Hey, Franken Christ. Oh, nice. Greetings from Australia. This is from um, Angry, Angry Groucho. <laughs> from right. Groucho Marxist. Greeting from Australia. I've been thinking about your bullying uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic episode. Last year, my eight-year-old daughter was being bullied at school. Turns out girls can be bullies, too. Girls can be the worst bullies. Uh, my daughter dealt with that last year. <laughs> she handled with such grace and class. I was nice. Very, very proud of her. I'll call my daughter's bully Crystal because she's going to end up a meth head and or stripper. Awesome. I like that. Planning. She, she looks like a petite, typical sweet little girl, but she's a monster. Crystal is a foster kid removed from her drug-addicted mother by our child protection agency. No one is really sure about her father. Crystal sometimes tells people he's in America, although no one believes this. My daughter was not the only victim. This kid terrorized half her grade. The school has an anti-bullying policy, but it seems to be completely ineffectual on her. I don't think they've ever encountered any kid quite this messed up. 
the tension, suspension from school, stern talkings to. Nothing makes a lick of difference to this kid. Once the school forgot to tell us that Crystal had slapped our daughter across the face. We didn't find mm. out about the incident until our daughter broke down and told us a couple of days later. Part of me wants to give Crystal a hug and tell her not to worry. It'll all work out, which is a total lie because her life will be fucked up forever. <laughs> Another part of me wants to feed her head first into a wood chipper Fargo style for what she's done to my daughter and others. Ellen's suggestion about getting bullies professional psychological help is without a doubt the most constructive option, but wouldn't be as personally satisfying as me going all leather face on her. This year we moved our daughter to a better school. Good. Mostly because the old one sucked academically as much as it did at discipline. Uh, on the first day at her new school, she discovered a girl from her old school in her new class. Why? Because unbeknownst to us, she was also being bullied by Crystal. The parents of that bullied girl, the parents of the bullied girls, more than, more than just this other one, had formed a little clique slash support group, and we thought we knew all Crystal's victims. Apparently not. And before I forget, Ellen's accent was awesome in that episode. I had no idea Chris was married to Ben Affleck from the town. <laughs> Rant over. Angry, angry Groucho. Thank you. And I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that she's in a better place than yeah. away from stupid douchebags. Oh, jeez. The sad thing is everybody has a bullying story. You know? That is sad. One of um, One of the kids who used to give me a lot of shit in the eighth grade, uh, sent the, uh, uh, Facebook friend request. Yeah. To me. Kind of, kind of tough to see, isn't it? Like, what do you do with it? Oh no, it was very simple. What to do with it. Uh, I wrote him back. Yeah. I said, why in the world do you think that I would want to connect with you? Mm. You were a dick then. I don't doubt that you're a dick now. (laughs) If I was at a reunion and I heard you were dead, I'd be like, all right. That was it. Did he reply? No. Wow. All right. Uh, so if anybody else has any bullying stories, you can send them to, um, what the hell's our thing? Podcast at gmail.com, right? Oh, that's a good email address. It is. We should save that. <laughs> so this is from, uh, from James. Hey, Chris and Frank. James from California here. And yes, I'm still employed at the same job I had before. I'm still working through the three plus decades of shit I buried, and I'm trying to reclaim the focus I had before. My stats at work had dropped, but my manager said, if that's the price we pay for a happier and healthier you, so be it. I love my job. Hey, he's got a boss like me. That's great. As for the point of this feedback, I just want to say that if you must believe in a creation myth and you must give thanks to a man in the sky, consider Odin. (laughs) All right. I like where this is going. You want a badass motherfucker? Odin has a sword and a spear. Most deities would be okay with one or the other. But Odin's all, I need both these pro- to properly wreck fools. <laughs> you And you want an awesome creation myth? Odin poured his blood on the ground, mixed it with the wind and rain, and commanded the earth to give birth to humanity. And he did this after spending nine days hung upside down from the tree of life with a spear through his gut. <laughs> That's better than some some froofy dude in a robe. Yeah. As for the afterlife, Odin doesn't just let anyone into Valhalla. You earn your way in by fighting valiantly and dying on your feet, weapon in hand. Only then will Odin send Slipnir and the Valkyries to come bring you across the Rainbow Bridge to dine with the greatest warriors who ever lived. 
If you're really lucky, Odin will grant you the power of a god through the berserker's rage. Legend has it that, the single, that a single man given this power can clear a battlefield, killing horses as easily as mortal as easily as a mortal would a man. <laughs> now just think about it. Do you really want to sacrifice yourself to yourself to help others and live a simple life so your imaginary sky friend can let you hang out with a bunch of people as boring as you? Or would you rather fight in the name of Odin and be granted either an eternal dinner date with history's greatest warriors with the possibility of being given the power to become a literal one-man army? Friends, Odin welcomes you. All right. Wow. Not to mention Sif would be there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, thank you. That was, that was really funny. Was really I like that. That was fun. But I, I have to point out, too, this is something else that's great about the Marvel movies is, like, absolutely brilliant putting Chris Evans with Scarlett Johansson because no couple is going to argue about going to see that movie. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Oh, I want to go see, let's go see Thor. And if it's not Hemsworth you're interested in, if you don't like Christopher Eccleston, you know, there's there's somebody in there for there's everybody. Natalie Portman. You don't like Natalie Portman? Kat, hey, Kat Dennings Kat is Dennings here. Kat Dennings is he, cute too. You, you want ones that can kick your ass? Here's a little bit of Sif. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's brilliant like that. The way that it, it needs a little more balance, I think. Yeah. Uh. But, you know, there's going to be a whole bunch of female characters in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll get more with uh, I can't Avengers. Wait for Guardians of the Galaxy. See, awesome. uh, right? I, I, you remember me talking about that thing when they announced it. I'm like, this is going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, it's going to be great. And everybody looked at me like I had nine heads. How you like me now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we good? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do this. Which I saved from last week, so Scott got a week off. Nice. I guess he deserves it. Yes, definitely. Let's see if it plays. Dwayne Gish believes a single flood did this, and a single boat saved every damn animal on Earth. Now, scientists hear this and they just go, huh? I mean, this is just f- Nobody, no. nobody thinks these people are, you know, can, could possibly hold these ideas seriously. What the f- happened there no f-ing way <laughs> <laughs> last rites with reverend scott <laughs> peeing with an erection is really hard ah. <laughs> I don't remember that. (laughs) Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Well, it's been over a week since you last got to hear me. How was that? (laughs) It was horrible. Uh, And while I usually take this time to entertain you, I thought tonight we'd instead take this opportunity to learn about Chris and Frank. So I'll take some time asking you guys a few questions. Have any problem with that idea, Chris? I'm afraid I'll sound stupid, (laughs) and I don't like to sound stupid. So am I going to avoid that? I think you'd be used to it by now. Oh, fuck. Ah, Don't worry, Chris. I'm sure nothing you answer will sound stupid. How about we make this easier and start with a question for you both? 
What do you think is the most important thing for people to do when they become a parent? Exposing, Exposing themselves to children. <laughs> to children. Yeah. I hope no one's listening to this. Let's just move on to the next question. Frank, what do you like to think about while you're sitting on the toilet? Unless a man is super well endowed, his penis does not touch the toilet water. Okay. Uh, Chris, what was something disappointing your high school science teacher told you before the science fair? An erect penis cannot bend. There is no need to test this. Frank, have you ever been kicked out of a funeral? Yes, peeing on things is fun. It's like our own little target game. It really is. So, Chris, just looking at your pants, I'm assuming Frank turns you on? No, men do not need to be turned on to have an erection. Chris, do you like kissing men with beards? Uh, yes, beards keep our face warm. Finally, Frank, have you ever been taught anything by your mom about your body? Yes, a penis can break. Oh. Ugh. I think that's enough questions for tonight. I appreciate you guys answering everything so truthfully. You're welcome for this, Scott, by the way. Yeah. But make sure you all tune in for Are You Serious next week when Chris gets out a mirror and has a meaningful conversation with himself. Okay, so I'm not the only one that thinks you gotta fucking quit because you're ruining your show. Frank talks about how everyone, no matter who they are, feel shame about themselves. This is particularly true in the morning and after sex. <laughs> and finally, Frank becomes a scary ghost and Chris agrees with him. You're gonna die. Yeah, you're not fucking kidding. All that and many more questions you never wanted to know the answers to. But until then, peace and love, guys. Just like with most Marvel movies, you got to wait until after the end to get the Easter egg. With the recent blockbuster Captain America the Winter Soldier, there's been a lot of talk at Marvel about how to make the movie bigger and better than the original. One idea that never made it off the cutting room floor was a new theme song for Captain America. Unfortunately, if they used the song, they couldn't have still gotten their PG-13 rating. The following is that unreleased song. Captain. <laughs> Captain. <laughs> Captain. <laughs> Captain. 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 <laughs> Captain America and the Avengers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> that caught me by surprise. That was really funny. I like that. Well done. <sighs> As always. Did you see did you see the clip where they put the song with him running through the hallway? Oh uh, no, I didn't. <sighs> Alright, hold on. I'm going to type it all in and not talk. (laughs) (laughs) That makes for good radio. It's pretty fucking funny. So, Do we have a 20 on the shooter? Everybody listen to the song? Tell them I'm in pursuit. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's pretty. That was, that was really good. That was. That oh, was go- oh, sorry. I like honest trailers. Oh, we'll do that. One you want? Day. You want to do one of those? I want to do one. Of, yeah, they got a new one, so they got. A, What's the new one for? I don't know. Just go honest trailers. I have to spell it right, though. Yeah, you do. Can't remember what, it, what the new one was. Oh, it was uh, oh the Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, okay. Um, I was sitting with, uh, with in a world full of oh, hold on. I was sitting with uh with, with Nova the other day, and um, we were talking about something, and I said, um, I said, yeah, well, that's fake, and, and she turned to me and she said, Dan, I know what fiction is. <laughs> No, fuck you. All right. Go the third one to the right. This one? Yeah. Okay. That's like the trailer. I haven't seen the actual movie. From Martin Scorsese, the legendary director of that movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio, that other movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio, and also these movies starring Leonardo DiCaprio, comes The Wolf of Wall Street. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Strap in for the last film you'd ever want to watch with your grandparents. Featuring an average of 3.16 f***s per minute. F***ing $30,000 f***ing dollars f***ing half-wit. Benny f***ing Hana? Absolutely f***ing not. But f*** it, we can do better than that. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> stars as a f***ing young hot rich guy who hangs out on f***ing yachts and has sex with f***ing models. Basically, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Watch as he yells his way to an Oscar nomination. Watch as the guy who stole Best Actor stops by to pound his chest right in Leo's fucking face. Fuck you. Rejoice at the triumphant return of fat fucking Jonah Hill and recoil at the triumphant debut of his fat fucking penis. Thrill as he tries to shed his image as the funny fat guy in comedies by becoming the funny fat guy in a Scorsese movie. You're all right. We all love you. Shut the fuck up. Experience the film critics fucking slammed for glorifying the lifestyle of a corrupt Wall Street stockbroker. Even though he's a fucking miserable wife-beating drug addict who loses his business, family, and fortune. They do make Quaaludes look fucking awesome, though. (laughs) 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 Witness Scorsese break out every Scorseseism in the book, like a ton of tracking shots, fucking voiceover. See that humongous estate down there? That's my house. Fucking freeze frames, multiple fucking wives. Having a huge f***ing hard-on for New York City. And an ambitious criminal main character with a short temper whose pride is ultimately his downfall. Ain't going so settle in for a movie that's all about f***ing excess. From the three-hour runtime to the f***ing cursing. This shit, that asshole. To all the people in suits listening to Leo talk. Two shots of those same people going fucking nuts. (laughs) 
two-time Oscar nominee Jonah Hill. Me, how I divorced your mother, the director of Iron Man, the director of Her, the director of The Princess Bride, Shane, Coach Taylor, Dallas Oscar Steelers Club, the artist formerly known as Relevant, the real Jordan Belfort, because that guy deserves a fucking break, right? And Leonardo No Oscaro, which is crazy when you think about all the other people who have Oscars, like Three Six Mafia, Al Gore, Cuba Gooding Jr., Dean Pelton from Community, Sookie, <laughs> Catwoman, Arissa Tomei, Cher, Nick Cage, Monique, American Idol quarterfinalist Jennifer Hudson, Cadmus, Roberta Benini, twice, and the movie Crash. God damn it! The Wolf of fucking Wall Street. Sell me this pen. It's the one DiCaprio used in Wolf of Wall Street. Boom. F***ing easy money right there. Be sure to subscribe for more Honest Trailers. Execute Order 66. I will find you and I will kill you. All right. That's where he just says stuff to fill the end parts. That wasn't bad. Probably would have helped if I saw the movie. Yeah. Those Those are funny most of the time. Yeah. Have you seen them all? I think so. You see, you saw the Frozen one, right? Yeah. All right, I think that's it. We're done. All right, kids. I'm going to kick you out of the house and I'll pass out again. That's good. So that seems to be the way things have been happening. All right. So that's all your serious podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week, and uh, it'll be episode 298 then. Wow. We're almost 200. Three fucking hundred. Yeah. We're going to do something big. What are we going to do that day? Nothing. We're not going to do a fucking thing because we never do. All right. Good plan. All right. See you next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. I'm John Green, welcome to my salon and my fake fireplace. This is Mental Floss on YouTube. And did you know that George Washington is considered by experts to have been America's richest president? I mean, in today's terms, Washington's net worth was around $500 million. Anyway, that's the first of 44 facts about American presidents that I'm going to share with you today. One for each presidency. That's right, Grover Cleveland gets two facts. 
Although these days, of course, he's known as a founding father. As a warrior, John Adams defended the eight British soldiers involved in the Boston Massacre, and he got six of them acquitted. The Jeffersonia plant is actually named after Thomas Jefferson. Botanist Benjamin Smith Barton knew that Jefferson was interested in botany, so in 1792, he renamed the wildflower in honor of him. James Madison's second cousin was American President Zachary Taylor. The capital of Liberia, Monrovia, is named after James Monroe. John Quincy Adams and his wife Louisa used the Harry Potter and Ginny Weasley method of baby naming. Their four kids were called George Washington Adams, John Adams II, Charles Francis Adams, and Louisa Adams. In 1835, a man named Richard Lawrence tried to assassinate Andrew Jackson. Lawrence's two separate pistols both misfired, then Andrew Jackson chased him away with a walking cane. The first president to be born a citizen of the United States was Martin, look at those sideburns, Van Buren. Although for the record, they weren't called sideburns at the time, they were called side whiskers. They wouldn't be known as sideburns until Civil War General Ambrose Burnside. Extra fact for you today on Mental Floss. William Henry Harrison dropped out of the University of Pennsylvania Medical School and then went on to be a quitter as president as well because he died after just like a month in office. John Tyler had the most children of any president. Eight with his first wife and seven with his second wife for a grand total of 15 kids. When he was a baby, James K. Polk's parents intended to baptize him as a Presbyterian, but his father, Samuel Polk, wouldn't profess his own faith, which the ceremony required. Samuel got into a fight with the minister, and the baptism never happened. James was baptized, however, later in life as a Methodist. I mean, much later in life. It was on his deathbed. Before he was president, Zachary Taylor had never voted. Millard Fillmore's great-grandfather was a pirate. Nathaniel Hawthorne and Franklin Pierce attended Bowdoin College together, which helps explain why Hawthorne later wrote the biography, The Life of Franklin Pierce, a boring subject for a very boring writer. I'm just kidding, I like the Scarlet Letter. Anyway, James Buchanan never married, so his niece, Harriet Lane, took on the role of hostess for White House events. She developed a large art collection throughout her life, which she left to the government. The Smithsonian Institution knows her as the first lady of the National Collection of Fine Arts. She also previously mentioned in a Metal Floss video for having married her cousin. Abraham Lincoln, also pictured down there, had a son named Robert Todd Lincoln, who was not at Ford's Theater when his father was assassinated, but he witnessed the assassinations of both James A. Garfield and William McKinley. Mark, I think that was technically two facts, so can I skip a president now? Can I skip Rutherford B. Hayes, please, or one of the Grover Clevelands? No. Okay. No. Apparently not. A physician named Samuel Mudd bandaged up John Wilkes Booth's leg after Booth shot Lincoln. It was unclear what information Mudd had, but he was convicted of conspiracy to kill the president. In 1869, Andrew Johnson pardoned Dr. Mudd, but the, the whole thing remains as clear as mud. Legend has it that Ulysses S. Grant smoked somewhere between 7 and 20 cigars a day. He's also the only president so far to die of cancer. It was throat cancer. During the Civil War, four of Rutherford B. Hayes' horses were shot while he was riding them. I mean, not all four at the same time. No one can ride four horses simultaneously. You know what I meant. Oh, come on, Mark. I guess it's technically possible to ride four horses at the same time. I mean, shut up! When James A. Garfield was shot, Alexander Graham Bell, who invented the telephone, tried to locate the bullet with a metal detector that he had invented. The invention was a failure. Garfield died. And that brings us to Chester A. Arthur, who liked fashion, hence his nicknames Gentleman Boss and Elegant Arthur. He allegedly owned over 80 pairs of pants. During Grover Cleveland's first term, he got married in the White House. He married the 21-year-old daughter of one of his former law partners. He was 49 and had known the girl since she was born. 
That's creepy. In 1878, the body of Benjamin Harrison's father was stolen by grave robbers. It was recovered at the Ohio Medical School in Cincinnati and returned to its rightful spot. In 1893, at the beginning of his second term, Grover Cleveland had a secret surgery to remove a tumor from the roof of his mouth, which surgery turned out, of course, to be successful, as you already know, because of the Ulysses S. Grant thing. The TV shows Glee, Freaks and Geeks, and The Wonder Years all feature the same fictional high school, William McKinley High. Why? Well, according to Judd Apatow, who produced Freaks and Geeks, we chose it because it was the only president's name which was legally clearable. Teddy Roosevelt gave the White House its name in 1901. Then Roosevelt's successor, William Howard Taft, built the first Oval Office before it was destroyed by a fire. Did you know that there is a $100,000 bill? They were only made between December 18th, 1934 and January 9th, 1935, and they were only created for use within the Federal Reserve Banks. But if somehow you ever see Woodrow Wilson's face on a bill, you are about to be pretty rich. Though JFK's assassination is most commonly associated with conspiracy theorists, Warren G. Harding's death has attracted some as well. His wife, Florence, was even accused of murdering him in the 1930 book The Strange Death of President Harding. Calvin Coolidge was born on the 4th of July, which was the last interesting thing he ever did. Herbert Hoover was sworn into office by William Howard Taft. Franklin D. Roosevelt was the first president to fly in an airplane while in office. In 1943, he he flew to North Africa to strategize with Winston Churchill about World War II. It took Roosevelt and company four days to get there because of all the stopping and refueling. Harry S. Truman is the only president from the 20th century or later who did not have a college degree. Dwight D. Eisenhower loved to play golf so much that he was good friends with Arnold Palmer. When John F. Kennedy applied to Harvard University, his father wrote a letter to the admissions dean describing JFK as, quote, careless but ambitious. At one time, an entire first family had the initials LBJ, Lyndon B. Johnson, Lady Bird Johnson, Linda Bird Johnson, and Lucy Baines Johnson. For the record, Lady Bird's real name was Claudia, but no one called her that because they didn't want to confuse Lady Bird with, you know, the Claudia from the Babysitter's Club. Richard Nixon loved to play poker. In fact, when he ran for Congress, he even used poker winnings to finance his campaign. Gerald Ford worked for a summer as a ranger at Yellowstone National Park when he was 23 years old. He later referred to that time as, quote, one of the greatest summers of my life. In 1969, Jimmy Carter claimed he saw a UFO in Georgia. He never blamed aliens, but he said that he saw a green light in the sky appear and then disappear. It's usually called a Gatsby. During the 50s, Ronald Reagan had a lull in his acting career, so he spent some time doing stand-up comedy. There's a Japanese slang word, bushusuru, which means to do a bush or to vomit in public. This, of course, refers to when George H.W. Bush vomited at a dinner in Japan. Bill Clinton played rugby when he was in graduate school at Oxford, not inhaling. George W. Bush is the only president to have completed a marathon. In 1993, he finished one in three hours and 44 minutes. And finally, I returned to my to tell you that Barack Obama and I had the same first job, scooping ice cream at Baskin Robbins. Thanks for watching Metal here on YouTube, which is made with the help of all of these nice people. Each week, we endeavor to answer one of your mind-blowing questions here at the end of the video. This week's comes from DanceGirl5505, who asks, who is your favorite member of One Direction? Well, Dance Girl, it's Niall Horan. That's right. 
I'm Annihilator. Thanks again for watching Metal Plus on YouTube, and as we say in my hometown, don't forget to be awesome. P.S. Me from the future here. Sorry about my cold. I just want to let you know that this episode of Metal Plus was made possible by Audible.com. Audible has a huge library of audiobooks and other forms of audio entertainment. They have over 150,000 titles. Like, if you like American politics as much as I do, you might want to check out The Passage of Power, the biography of Lyndon Johnson by Robert Caro. You can download a free audio of that book or most any book, including all of mine, at audible.com slash mentalfloss. Okay, that's enough. No more talking.